All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. We have Sarah with us here, and she is from justanotherhomeschoolmom.com and is a homeschool mom of three. She's passionate about empowering, inspiring, and instilling confidence in new homeschool parents. She creates informative homeschooling content, sharing things like how to get started, her favorite resources, and how, because education is not a one-size-fits-all, there's no right way to homeschool. So Sarah, let's dive right into it. Tell us your story. Yeah, so my story, um, a lot of it was covered in there. My husband and I kind of knew from the beginning, I mean, really, even before we got engaged, that if we ended up together, we wanted to homeschool our kids because traditional school, looking back on our experiences for different reasons, just weren't great fits for us. And so, um, yeah, so I've just been starting ever since my oldest, who's now eight, was a toddler. And I started doing some like tot schooling, as we call it in the homeschool community at home. What was that first experience like jumping into homeschool? It was fun at first. I would say the hardest part about getting started was definitely the naysayers. Because at the time, like the highest level of education I have is a year in community college. So people are like, you're gonna homeschool you don't even have a degree <laughs> it was just like well I don't know so I just researched and the more I researched like what makes a you know successful homeschool student I just felt more and more confident but I mean in the beginning it was really fun she was young so we just did a lot of learning through play what's the biggest thing you wish you knew then that you know now yeah so the biggest thing would just be the importance of instilling a love for learning I think just because of my own insecurities like I was so worried about her meeting all the marks that I I think when pe- people do that, you kind of um, take out the fun of learning a little bit. You know, it's like if the kid's not wanting to pay attention that day, it becomes sit down, you need to do this. And it's more authoritative. You're like what we do now is um, if they're not feeling it that day, it's like, okay, let's take a break. Let's go outside. Let's go play. Because when you make it a ne- negative experience, those emotions are then going to go with them to the next thing they learn. Like is different is because I know my kids better. I can like distinguish like when are they being lazy and just not wanting to kind of put forth effort and when do they really need a break I love that, that that whole mother's instinct but also the fact that parents are teachers from the first foremost right I think a lot of people are afraid right now to to take on homeschooling really and truly to a certain degree we've all been teaching our children as parents since the very day they were born how do you find your resources and get started into it so the first and most important step I think is just to figure out what the laws are where you live um, if you go to HSLDA org slash legal, it'll bring up a map and you can just click on whatever state you live in and it's going to bring up all the requirements for where you live. How do you address the naysayers? How do you deal with that? And this kind of goes back to the whole motherhood thing. Really, no matter what choice you make, all of our parenting decisions are always criticized from anyone. And so I kind of just lump it into that same category and it's just like, well, this is my kid. But yeah, I would just say, know why you're doing it, know your why, and feel confident in your decision. So I think one of the big arguments people make against homeschool is socialization. How do you handle that? Okay, so (laughs) I would say, first and foremost, like I wholeheartedly reject the notion that separating people based on age, and often because of the way like school zoning works, socioeconomic levels, into like groups of 30, where they have to sit at desks all day, and they're not really allowed to talk to each other, is socialization. How did that become our standard? of socialization like that is it blows my mind so there's that I I don't believe that traditional schooling is somehow a better form or version of socialization than homeschool like there's one researcher named John Taylor who did one about homeschoolers or homeschool graduates rather and he found that homeschoolers are more likely to be involved in their local communities they're more likely to be involved in local politics and um, civic affairs and they also um, statistically are happier people that's just so powerful in the sense that these preconceived notions that we have 
we just, and we see it everything, right. And like mainstream media and everything going on, right. Someone says something and we regurgitate it. Right. And then it becomes like a trend and I, and homeschool kind of got a bad rap for something that really and truly, I mean, the statistics are showing, hey, they are more involved in their community. They are more this, right? And we're all saying we want to create better human beings and create a better world around us, right? So it seems logical that if statistics are showing that this could be better, why wouldn't we try to do this? Yeah, and it's not lost on me that like, it's not a good fit for everyone. And like, there are people who literally have to have two incomes, you know, like, I would never say that like, you're wrong if you don't do this or this, but it's just more of like, not wanting to be attacked or viewed um, as somehow like less than for our choices either, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And I think that's the big thing that kind of everyone is kind of debating right now on the, the global forum almost is, you know, I'm saying I don't agree with it for this. And now you're trying to bully me into place. And I think kind of to your point, like homeschooling used to be bullied, they used to be thought of as kind of the weird kids or that kid it's not going to be as smart or, or whatever else, right? For sure. And I think it is connected um, in that like a lot of the times it's the media pushing these like myths about homeschooling that don't exist. And I think a lot of it's just connected to like funding because they need a certain amount of kids to get federal funding. And it's like a lot of myths get formed based on that. And like, I've even seen some people like saying like, if you don't put your kids in public school and help them get funding, you don't care about your community. So it like drives a lot of these like discussions and it's like, but wait, like, you know, we care about everyone. But you at the end of the day, like I'm responsible for my kid and their well-being, especially with, you know, bullying and everything else that happens in the school system. Like ultimately, like their care is under my protection, you know. No, that's that's so good. I mean, it's kind of to that earlier point. I think it's one of the things that I really want to hammer home anybody considering homeschool or even not considering homeschool, right? Like you're a parent, you're making choices for your kid. Those choices, you as long as you're making an informed decision, make the make whichever decision. I don't care. School yeah. or homeschool, but be informed about it. It's almost like drawing out a pro con and saying, how does this benefit? How does this hurt? What is, uh, what's your favorite subject to teach? Probably history. And really like looking back, I realized that I've always loved it. Um, there was like a world history class I took in 10th grade and like I enjoyed it so much it didn't even feel like school to me but then it's like it's over and then you bustle onto the next subjects and I I didn't even like realize that there was like that spark in me learning like we've been doing ancient history and then now we're doing middle ages it's fascinating and it's fascinating to me to see how it's all connected and it's all led to where we are here and you know I love it I love it so much (laughs) I think I like it more than my kids I have have another interesting follow-up to that so so I so I remember in school we did like world history right and geography and they're like really quick blow up over like simple one year courses or half the semester kind of thing. Um, do you feel like uh, more history? You're you're teaching your kids more history than they would get inside of school. Oh, oh, absolutely. So my oldest is eight, and we've already been through all of the um, the ancient times. So like she knows about Mesopotamia. She can tell you on a map where the Fertile Crescent is. She can tell you about the Sumerian, like Sumerians in ancient Egypt. Like the amount of knowledge they can soak in at a young age is incredible, and and she really does retain it. And I kind of thought maybe she wouldn't um but we found like through going to museums she'd be like oh like that's in the book like um we went to the museum of the bible a couple times and they have a a section for uh, about the hittites and like you would have thought she just saw like a celebrity she about lost her mind she's like it's the hittites like because she remembered it from the book and she was so excited now we're in middle ages um early middle ages so we'll see we haven't got to the good stuff yet we're not at the renaissance yet so (laughs) there's also a lot of that too that's awesome so how uh how about resources. I know obviously you offer some and some links to stuff like that. Uh, what are what are some good places for people to start looking for resources and things of that nature if they want to go the homeschool route? So um, that is one of 
the hard things about homeschooling is there is so many different curriculum companies out there to where you kind of don't even know where to start. So while I can't really say like what's like the best like um, company, I can just say what I have really liked. For me, like my number one all-time favorite book is called The Well-Trained Mind. It's written by a history, history professor, but she's also a homeschool mom herself and she was a homeschool graduate. So she really knows what she's talking about um, and she has the credentials to back it up, but it's a grade by grade guide. It goes all the way from pre-K to how to get your kids into college. And in each section, it's three sections, like elementary, middle, and high school. And she just gives like, here are the subjects you should probably cover. Here are the books I would recommend. And she gives several different options. So then you can go look up like, do I like this handwriting curriculum or do I like this one? And it still gives you a lot of freedom to like make it work for yourself, really flexible. But also for me, it just instills a confidence in me. Like, okay, like she's a professor and she says like, this will get my kids into college. So like, this is what I'm going to do. But yeah, I like the flexibility of it too. I'm not someone who, like I said, I like for my kids to be able to take a break when they need to. So we don't like being chained to any one plan that's like pre-made for us. So I like that we can adapt that um, for ourselves. But if people are wanting when they're getting started, a boxed curriculum, um, Bookshark is really good. Sunlight is really good. Um, I know a lot of people also like The Good and the Beautiful and um, Master Books is another um, really popular one. So that's where I would say get started if you're not looking to piece together your own curriculum. So I like to close off with every episode saying what's one real piece of advice you would give to anyone listening? I would say that no one loves your child or knows your child better than you. And so if you're interested in homeschooling, don't let fear hold you back. That's good. So tell people how they can connect with you, get to know more about you. Um, so my Instagram is just another homeschool mom. And I have a website, just another And also for those who are thinking about homeschooling for the first time, I actually have an article I just wrote about how to get started in five simple steps. So if you're thinking about homeschooling, you're on the fence, you don't even know where to start. This is definitely the episode for you and be sure to connect with Sarah and you can learn so much more. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on and keeping it real. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe and go check out Sarah at just another homeschool mom.com. As always, keep it real.